Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Welcome back to Priority Pastor. This is Darren Ride. I have learned a lot about how churches and search teams and elders boards look for new lead pastors. In my role as a transitional pastor and transitional coach, I've been able to see the other side, not just the side of the pastor applying, but the side of the the search teams and the boards of elders and the churches and how they deal with applicants. And you got to admit, sometimes it's a little scary. It's a little scary to see how they process applications and kind of exegete what they think the person is saying and uh, not always accurately. There's, there's a language, it seems, that pastors have, a ministry language and, and code that we use and phrases that we use that are not fully understood by people who aren't pastors. And uh, it's kind of left me in some cases wondering how does search even happen when a pastor's not involved on the receiving end of the process? That's, that's all kind of an aside to this. But one thing that's become really clear uh, in recent days to me Currently, I'm involved in the search process for two churches. I've been involved now in the search process for, I don't know, 10-ish churches or so. And what's become very clear, especially in recent days, is that there is a single trait, a characteristic that, you know, all things being equal, you know, assuming the person is a reasonable match to what the church is looking for, this one trait really tends to bump these people up a level in the minds of the search team and in the boards of elders. And it's not an issue of giftedness. It's not an issue of experience. In fact, uh, for those who have less experience, this trait can make up for a, a lack of experience if people see this trait in them. And here's the trait. It's self-awareness. Self-awareness. Search teams, boards of elders, those who are hiring pastors really seem to notice when an individual is self-aware, that is when they understand who they are, when they know their wiring, when they know their strengths, and when they know their weaknesses. And here's how it shows up. If references flag an issue in the life of an applicant, if they say, you know, this is a growth area for them, they need to work on this area. And then in an interview with that applicant, it turns out the applicant is well aware of that and has been taking steps to address that area and grow in it, proving that they've got self-awareness, that's almost better than if there was no area they need to grow in. It's actually better uh, from from the eyes of a search team to see that the person has some, some, some weaknesses, but they know what they are. And they're taking steps, whether through training or mentoring or building a team around them, they're taking steps to address that weakness. Something that kind of goes hand in hand with this self-awareness is, of course, vulnerability. The, the ability to share your weakness and not to pretend that you are omnicompetent. In fact, if self-awareness is very endearing to search teams, the, the facade of omnicompetence, the, the idea that you portray that you've got it all figured out, that you've got it all together, that you can do anything and everything really, really well, that you're you know, kind of self-contained ministry machine, that does not fly. Does not fly at all. A, because any experienced search team knows it's baloney. (laughs) 
And, and B, if, if you actually believe it's true, uh, boy, you're going to get blindsided at some point. I, I know I've shared in the past about my little blind spots evaluation where based on the, the lack of self-awareness I was seeing in leaders, I had uh, a whole bunch of people speak into my life and try to point out my blind spots. You know, what, what, is the, what is the gap in Darren's life that Darren doesn't see? And that was immensely helpful and has been, you know, multi-month now process for me of learning and growing and addressing. I just attended the Global Leadership Summit last week and there was a session in there that interfaced beautifully with one of my growth areas and helped me in a very practical way know how to, how to grow stronger in that area. So if you are applying for a job as a pastor, a lead pastor, any pastor really, but a lead pastor in particular, then I think it's important that you be very aware of what your strengths and your weaknesses are, that you pick references that can actually speak to who you are and identify the gaps and that what they say, uh, the real gaps you have, aligns with what you know about yourself. And if you're not applying for anything, if you just want to be on a growth curve, do some evaluation, do some, you know, some inventories or something to identify what your growth areas are. Talk to those you work with. Ask them to speak into your life. Because if you're not aware of a current growth area, you probably are lacking in self-awareness and you're probably plateauing in your personal development. So self-awareness. All things being equal, from what I've seen, people who have self-awareness rise to the top. Interestingly, let me land with this thought. Those who are self-aware are actually overall uh, more better quality candidates. It's not like all things are equal. Those who aren't self-aware seem like they have not done the work to develop personally. Those who are self-aware have been developing and have been growing and are actually more qualified, even apart from that self-awareness, than someone who is not. So self-awareness. Get aware, learn what your gaps are, and start growing. Thanks for listening. Hope you're having an outstanding season. God bless. Press on. Thank you.